The Unusual Podcast presents These Men Exist True Stories Real People Episode 5 I've been inserting voice notes here and there since I started this project and I'm not going to stop now I have one more coming for you so watch out for it This is the unusual podcast These Men Exist If you haven't been listening from episode 1 you can find it on SoundCloud Spotify Castbox Stitcher Google Podcast Apple Podcast and every other platform on which you listen to podcasts On Twitter we are unusual_podcast. Our email is theunusualpodcast@gmail.com. My name is Fei Fei. Welcome to today's episode. Boyfriend A. I met him in uni. He was a friend of my cousins and automatically became mine when I got into school. We hung out one day and I spent the night at his house. I was already catching feelings secretly before. We made out and I liked it. Was happy someone could finally kiss me the way I wanted and have perfect hygiene too. A girl in my hostel warned me about him having a serious girlfriend. I asked and he said they were having issues and almost over. We continued to see each other. One day, I crashed at his again. And a friend called to say he was passing by and it was late to continue his journey so he wanted to sleep over at my boyfriend's house and continue his trip the following day no problem my boyfriend started to touch me in the dark while his friend lay just inches away from us i felt a little uncomfortable and told him to stop he wouldn't listen and even got more intense i noticed he was trying to penetrate me and i started to fight him but in my innocence i was still trying to be as quiet as possible so as not to wake up the friend which i regret of course i should have known that the friend was my ticket to freedom anyways he had his way with me and i noticed i was bleeding afterwards that's when it became clear that i had just been disvergent i wasn't ready i was angry pained could barely sleep i hated him instantly never wanted to see him again i told a lawyer friend and he says i can't really report rape because i went to the house willingly and i have been dating him i'd count my loss and move on or he wouldn't let me be he started begging and promising heaven and earth what else do i have to lose right i began to console myself this virgin at 23 is not so bad i could end up being married to him blah 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 I started to get messages and calls from his so-called ex After a while she says she can't compete anymore We had a healthy relationship afterwards but some red flags started popping up Anytime we go out I must complete the bills It's not a bad thing but it was becoming too convenient His money is never enough I met his family after some time and they were great His mom will even give me transport fare when I'm leaving and he couldn't. I'll share the money in two and give him half. He'd be grateful. Later, it became his right to deliberately hold back half the money his mom gives me. That's when I began to see that he was comfortable being jobless and taking money from me. 
two years of relationship, all I ever got was one bag and a sleepwear. Meanwhile, I was pumping in the gifts. Anyways, I called it off after we had a fight and he was too proud to apologize. Saw him a couple of months after the fight and the question he asked me was if I wanted to have sex. The irritation was doubled and that was the end. The end. So I'm going to be very honest. I've been very lucky with love. I've been very, very lucky. In fact, I think the men that have been in my life and women will say that um, I'm the scum. (laughs) Um, That's because the men I've been with have actually truly and deeply cared for me they've they've truly loved me in even the sense that in the way that you read in the books in the way that you you read in all the magazines in the way that you grow up hoping for so the very first man that i was with um oh by the way i didn't start dating until pretty late i started dating at 23 uh, and let me tell you know 21 sorry let me tell you that thing fucks with you like you start to think there's something wrong with you you start to think uh, that you failed in 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 this life thing but it worked out you know because um i didn't start dating until i was 21 and the first man i dated at that age he was pretty good you know he was kind he was very traditional in fact because of how traditional he was that's why we didn't last because a girl has dreams i had things i wanted to do with my life i had places i wanted to go things i wanted to see and he just wanted a little old housewife who'd probably teach in a nursery school close at 12 and then um take care of the kids i don't want kids so that was a deal breaker for us but while we were together he was good he was sweet he was kind he'll do house chores he'll cook for me um i'd come home from work and he would rub my feet and rub my shoulders he was that kind of guy and he was brilliant as well and we smoked weed together and um did crazy stuff together had all kinds of sex so you know and he didn't care that I, I wouldn't cook or clean and all of that stuff because he could cook and clean. So I've had men like that. And then I almost married um, another man who was kind and sweet and generous. But he was also very sexist in the sense that he believed that certain things were for women to do and certain things were for men to do, even though he could do those things. So you, you, I come back to cooking and cleaning again. You know, he could cook and he could clean, but he'd make statements like, women are supposed to. You're a woman, you're supposed to. So that was a bit of a problem. Add that to the fact that he was deeply religious and I wasn't, and then he cheated on me. And I don't mind cheating, to be very honest with you. Um, because I don't even think of it as cheating because I don't believe that um, as human beings we can be monogamous but what I minded was that we were planning a wedding he'd met this girl he really liked 
and he seemed unable to choose between me and this girl so i said to myself okay let's make the choice easy for you and i bounced and uh that's that about him uh right now i'm currently with a guy who is pretty amazing let me just tell you um this guy hands down the best person i've been with hands down very easily and i've been with pretty amazing men um the person who i'm currently with is a bit mad (laughs) he's a bit mad um in the sense that he knows what he wants out of a relationship so he knows what he wants from me he knows how he needs me to love him but i've never had to do emotional work in the relationships i've been with and so it's been difficult to adjust to that it's really because you know with men usually you have to do all the emotional labor and they're just coasting right but like i said i've been lucky in love so all the people i've ever been with i've actually not done a lot of emotional labor basically just coasted and they've waited on me hand and foot and just tried to please me and jump through hoops i'm not making myself sound very good am i (laughs) okay but anyways the guy who i'm currently with is um very particular about how he needs me to love him but he's also very generous with his time with his mind with his affection um so so with the work that i currently do a lot of the things i talk about he helps with the research he helps with uh, finding the right people to talk to about the conversations i have he um he goes above and beyond for me all the time so every day i wake up and i'm like damn i'm so lucky and he's much older than i am he's got two kids he's divorced and I never thought of myself as somebody who would be with someone who's divorced. And every day I'm with him, I'm like, which woman let this man go? And it turns out that, um, you know, <laughs> there are no rules to this thing, man. Like, sometimes you, you get lucky in love. Other times, you, you know, you just are coasting and letting somebody else love you. And I don't think... Um, there's a right way or a wrong way to do these things. I think you just let it happen to you, you know, and learn from it. I'm sure there are a lot of men you'll talk to and they'll be like, oh, that girl, she hurt me. She hurt me bad. I loved her. I gave her my all and she couldn't even love me back. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. But for me, I've never really had um, anyone treat me badly. Well, except for the fiancé who I was going to marry. Yo, that shit fucked me up. Like, I can't believe I was going to coast over that. That shit fucked me up. That shit sent me straight to the hospital. I was in the hospital for two weeks because this man who I was going to get married to couldn't decide if he wanted to be with a pastor church girl or if he wanted to be with worldly male old me who wouldn't go to church and who wouldn't cook and clean. Yeah, sometimes it comes down to these basic things, really. So I'm, I'm hoping that um, my story lets you see that these men exist. The men who will love you and who will worship the ground you walk on. Or maybe I've just been really lucky. 
the first story on today's episode reminds me of a particular incident with an ex. So he had come to see me and a friend of mine and I had gone to buy rice from this nice place in VI. She had been telling me about it and I wanted it so bad. So, um, but we didn't have money. So we decided to split it in half since the rice was a lot anyways. So he had come and he came to meet me where I was buying rice. And then um, I asked him if he wanted that I was splitting with my friend. But if he was hungry, since he had come into Lagos and come all the way to see me, I could buy him dinner. And he said no. I'm like, oh, seriously, oh, let me know because I'm going to split this food. So it's not going to be enough for me anyways. I'll be starving. And then he said, no, 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 he's fine. I was like, okay. But I knew deep down that this nigga was saying no because he thought maybe I wanted him to pay for the food. I told him, I am going to pay. Take food. He said no. Anyways, I finished buying the food with my friend. They helped us split it into two different packs. And then I took my half and I followed him. I was following him to Ikeja that night. So I followed him. Um, on our way, I started eating because I was starving. That's why I went to buy food in the first place. And then he was like, ah, this food is smelling nice. So I was quiet. He saw the prawns in the food and he was like, ah, that prawn is really looking big and juicy. I was quiet and I continued eating. And then I was like, okay, fine. Just have a taste. I gave him a spoon out of the rice. I was like, oh man, this rice is sweet. Very nice. Sometimes I'm like, that's why I was telling you that I'd like to buy for you. And then he was like, ah, give me part of the prawns. Now I was like, I bought this food because of the prawns. I asked you if you wanted. You said no. Baba. I don't want to share my food. I'm not in the mood to share my food. That's how he started dragging this plate with me. He was driving. He was dragging this plate with me so much that the prawn now fell out of the plate somewhere in the car. And it was dark, so I couldn't see where it fell. At this point, I was livid, mad, angry. He was like, ah, the prawn has fallen down. Do you know this guy parked, looked for the prawn in the car, picked it up, and ate it? I'll just leave it there. Thanks for listening to episode 5 of These Men Exist. My name is Feifei and I'm happy to have been your narrator since the start of this podcast. You can find the Unusual Podcast on Twitter, Unusual underscore podcast. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Castbox, Spotify, and as many podcast listening apps as you use, we shall be there. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. Until next week, make sure that you have a fantastic day.